Hello, thank you for listening to Emmaus Footnotes. This podcast offers uncomplicated guidance for following Jesus. We are kicking off the new year by offering short daily reflections on the Psalms. These podcasts are meant to serve as aids in nurturing the habit of reading a Psalm each day as a structured part of our prayer. Our church community is joining with other local churches and with a long history of Christian communities from around the world in the shared practice of reading and praying the Psalms together. We are praying Psalm 1 on January 1st, Psalm 2 on January 2nd, and so on all the way through the spring. We hope these short reflections on the first 30 Psalms will serve as a companion to your practice. Here is Pastor Nathan Oates. Psalm 3. Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear, though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Arise, Lord, deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw, break the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. In Psalm 3, we see two things for the first time. First, Psalm 3 has a sort of subtitle, a short word of introduction, which identifies the author, David, and something about the context of the psalm. It says, when he fled from his son, Absalom. And that alone sparks all sorts of questions, doesn't it? The second thing we see for the first time is this beautiful word, Selah. It appears three times in Psalm 3, once after the second verse, once after the fourth verse, and a third time at the very end. The meaning of the word Selah isn't known for sure, but many think it's some kind of musical instruction, perhaps an indication to pause here, to rest. As I read the Psalms, thousands of years later, on the other side of the world, the original words translated into a language that didn't even exist in David's day. I don't know the tunes that they used or how the words and the music would have complemented one another, but I do sense the value of resting, of pausing, even for a few moments at key points in the psalm. And the indication to pause is a critical reminder to me of the purpose of the psalms that they are not written primarily for information, but for transformation. This is guidance for grief. This is a pathway to praise. This is a way of worship. And I don't want to speed read through the Psalms for key content. I want to honestly feel my way through the Psalms for true experience. Psalm 3 has three parts. The first is a stark description of the obvious, of the seen, of the, in this case, overwhelming adversity of this moment. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? 
Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. This is a prayer of desperation. David is calling out to God saying, do you see what I'm up against? Do you see the complexity of this adversity? How many challenges are pressing down around me? Do you hear what I'm hearing that God will not deliver? Selah. second part of this psalm starts with these two life-changing words, but you. If the first section is about the obvious and the seen, this second part reveals the less obvious and the unseen, which is the part of the picture that is the most real. But you are a shield around me. O Lord, you bestow glory on me and lift up my head. And and here David declares this profound truth. David cries out and the Lord answers. And so even though nothing has changed in David's seen reality, he is calling to mind and is shielded by the unseen reality of God's presence. And because of God's presence, David can sleep in peace. He can wake again with hope and without fear, even though there are tens of thousands drawn up against him on every side. And he can trust both his personal deliverance and that justice will be done all to God. He can trust it all to God. What if you could do that? What if you could be honest about the reality of the adversity surrounding you? but so aware of the shielding presence of God around you that you could sleep in peace. You could wake in hope and you could trust God with it all. After beginning this psalm with the words of his adversaries, God will not deliver him. David ends this prayer with these words. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. I invite you to say that with me. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. Selah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Emmaus Footnotes. Join us again tomorrow for a reading and reflection on the next song.